0: You've probably heard of Christopher Columbus, he was a famous explorer who supposedly discovered America. What you might not know is that not everything Columbus did was good, especially in his treatment of the indigenous peoples in America. Do the bad things he did outweigh the good? And if they do, should we get rid of Columbus Day? I'm Robin Murphy, and this is History Today, the podcast that looks at historical events through the lens of the modern day. In today's episode, we will be taking a look at Columbus Day and whether we should keep celebrating it or not. To start, we need some background information about Columbus and the things he did to gain a sometimes good, sometimes bad reputation. The Taino people are an indigenous nation who originally lived on several islands in the Caribbean, such as Cuba and the Bahamas. They were also the first group of people that Columbus encountered on his voyage to the Americas. The Taino were a peaceful people, and they valued kindness and hospitality very greatly. They were fishers, hunters, and farmers, and all of them either hunted, fished, or worked in in gardens. Some crops and foods that were very important to them were yucca, corn, nuts, cassava, manatee, hudia, a rodent, sea turtles, and many more fish and animals. Despite what most people think, they were very civilized. Their culture held great value in the respect of the natural resources, such as food and the beauty and the beautiful environment that they lived in. Columbus was a European explorer who was from Italy. He was funded by Spain to sail around the world to try to find a faster and safer trade route to India across the ocean. Four main things motivated Columbus, as well as most other European explorers. Commerce, Christianity, conquest, and curiosity. Commerce was the search for money and wealth, as well as new ways to get money through trade routes, spices, rare resources, and other things. They wanted to spread their religion of Christianity because they believed it was superior to all other religions. They would force people to convert to their religion because they thought it was better for the people they were converting. Conquest was the need for power. If you colonized the land, you would have more power and resources that you could sell for a lot of money, as well as the fame and glory of finding a new land. They also wanted knowledge of the rest of the world because knowledge is power. If Columbus succeeded at his journey and came back to Spain, he would get 10% of the profits, become the governor of all the lands that he discovered, and receive the title Admiral of the Ocean Sea. On October 12, 1492, Columbus and his men first landed on an island in the Bahamas, but they didn't stay long. By December 2, 1492, Columbus had wrecked one of his ships on the coast of what is now Haiti. He named the island Hispaniola in honor of Spain, the country that was sponsoring his voyage. When he was on Hispaniola, he forced native people to tell him where to find gold. Then, he took them as prisoners and made them search for gold so that he didn't have to. Little did he know, there was not very much gold on the island, and he was giving the indigenous people an impossible task. All native people over the age of 13 were forced to work looking for gold. If they did not find enough, they would have their hands cut off until they bled to death. On his second voyage, Columbus enslaved over 500 indigenous people and sent them back to Spain. By 1503, there were only a few groups of Tainos left living in resistance. Resistance took many forms, such as running away, fighting back, and even deciding that it was better to die than to be enslaved and committing suicide. The Spanish knew that they could not fight back against the Taino forever, so they called together a diplomatic meeting with Cajique and a Taino leader who led a group of Tainos into the mountains and had successfully evaded the Spanish demands for enslavement. She invited many other resistance leaders to the meeting. Once all the leaders were inside the meeting house, the doors were locked from the outside, and the entire building was set on fire. However, the son of one of the leaders survived. His name was Enrique, and even though he was taken in and raised by the Spanish, he never forgot his heritage. Once he had grown up into a strong and able young man, he escaped up into the mountains with a small group of followers. He instructed them to not attack, but to only fight back in defense and slowly steal weapons from the Spanish. He led the most successful rebellion against the Spanish out of all of the Taino rebellions because he won every battle that he fought in. After many years of fighting, the Spanish agreed to leave Enrique and his people alone. He helped keep Taino culture alive today, and without him, we would not know anywhere near as much about the Taino people as we do today. Columbus's voyage was very significant because it marked the end of an era, as well as the beginning of a new one. It sadly ended the era of Taino people and Native Native American people in general, but it started the era of Europeans coming to America. Columbus's voyage also caused the Columbian Exchange, which was the exchange of different foods, animals, diseases, and people across either hemisphere. The Spanish brought diseases like smallpox and measles that the indigenous people had no immunity to, to the Americas. The diseases spread across all of the Americas through trade routes, and in 100 years, they had wiped out 90% of all indigenous people. Because many of the Taino had been killed or were weakened by disease, the Spanish began to bring enslaved people from Africa to the, from Africa to the Caribbean to work on sugarcane plantations. This made the population of the Caribbean be, quickly become majority African. However, plants that could feed more people, like potatoes, were introduced to the eastern Hemisphere. This helped raise population in Europe, Africa, and Asia. In Europe, the population was raised so much that people began to worry about overpopulation, and this eventually led to people moving out of Europe and going to the Americas to settle and colonize. In Africa, the population increase helped sustain the West African population because people were being enslaved and forced from their land to the Americas to work on plantations. Columbus's voyage had some good effects and some bad effects. We will stack them up and see if the good outweigh the bad after the break. Welcome back to History Today. There are many arguments that people use when they say that Columbus Day should be changed or gotten rid of. One of the arguments that people use against Columbus Day is that Columbus killed a huge amount of innocent indigenous people. People might say that disease was responsible for most of the deaths, but he and his men were the ones who brought the diseases over in the first place. Other things brought to the Americas in the Columbian Exchange had a bad impact on the indigenous people's lives, such as pigs who ate crops. People against Columbus Day also bring up the point that Columbus was exceptionally cruel, even by old standards. He would torture and mutilate people who didn't bring him enough gold, sell girls as young as nine into sexual slavery, and was eventually put in jail for cruelty against other colonists. Some cities and states have stopped celebrating Columbus Day and changed the name to Indigenous People's Day, Italian American Heritage Day, or Native American Day, to name a few. There are also many people who think that Columbus Day should stay. Many of them say that Columbus Day isn't so much a celebration of Columbus's voyage, but rather a way for them to celebrate their Italian American heritage. Italian Americans were discriminated against in early America, and they latched onto Columbus as a way to humanize them. People also mention that Columbus brought many foods and animals across either hemisphere, raising the population of Europe, Asia, and Africa. They also say that without Columbus, there would be no America. We would not be here if Columbus didn't come to the Americas. When we come back, I'll tell you what I think about all of this. Welcome back. When you take a closer look at all of the good and bad things that Columbus did, start to notice that all of the good things are only good for him and other Europeans. He enslaved, killed, and tortured people for his own benefit. He was selfish and cruel, and I think that for this reason, we should not celebrate Columbus Day anymore. Instead, we should celebrate a different holiday that celebrates a culture that is underrepresented and was greatly affected by Columbus. Indigenous culture. Indigenous People's Day is a way to give back to Indigenous people and accurately teach people about Indigenous culture who do not know as much about it if we can accurately teach people about indigenous culture, we can make the world a better and more accepting place for all. I also think that the federal government should be the ones to decide which holiday we should celebrate, because certain states may have some biases, and we would get the best representation of the whole country if the Senate and the House of Representatives decided on which holiday we should celebrate through a vote. What do you think about all of this? Please reach out to me and tell me your opinion on the Columbus debate. I might write back to you or read your thoughts on the next episode. This has been History Today with Robin Murphy. Thanks for listening.